Proverbs chapter 18 will be there. We're all going to be turning to several passages tonight. So if you do that, you like to do that, be ready. Keep that passage, of course. We'll be coming back to our text in chapter 18, but we'll be in several places. And uh, just want to let you know, thank God I'm not what I used to be because of the blood. Amen. Listen, that song, I tell you what, that does something for me. I'll do something for you if you're saved. Amen. It's important for us to understand. Listen, understanding who you are in Christ is important. If you can't understand who you are in Christ, uh, then you're going to have a hard time worshiping Him. You're going to have a hard time rejoicing in that. Amen. And uh, it's, it's important. Hey, you're standing in your state. Do you know the difference? You need to. If you don't know the difference between your standing in your state, hey, you're going to have a hard time studying the Word of God. You're going to have a hard time living for Jesus. My standing right now, there, within me, within me is, is, is a part of me that's as holy as God. Don't get all wigged on me see you, you need to know your Bible because He lives inside me. Right. Amen? That's my standing in Christ. That cannot be changed, Brother Jason. That will not, because that was done on the cross of Calvary. Therefore, because I'm saved through that precious blood, my standing in Christ cannot change. Praise God. It cannot diminish because it's all of Him. Amen? Now, my state, the state I'm living in, that's my responsibility. That's my responsibility. That is the responsibility I have. What state am I living in right now? Am I living that that life that's pleasing to God or am I living something that's not pleasing to Him? See, your standing cannot be changed. Praise God. That's what we can rejoice in. Amen. But our state is something we need to work in each and every day. Which state are we walking in and living in on a daily basis? Amen. You understand that right divide. That's going to help you read your Bible, live for the Lord. But if you don't, you have a hard time. Amen. Thank God, amen, for Jesus, amen. I thank God that where I stand today because of Jesus cannot be changed, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. It's good, amen. Thank God for it. Well, I want you to be in, in, in chapter 18 in verse, verse 4. Um, and if you're there, let's go ahead and stand to our feet. That way I know you're there and uh, we'll reverence God's word. I'll say this before I get started. I... This could be one of the most important messages our church has ever heard. Uh, I'm thankful you're here tonight. I think we all need to be able to grab hold of what I'm about to share with you. Uh, this can change your life. Um, I hope that we, we heed it that way. It's something that's been burning in my heart and something that God's been working within me and, and we're not going to get into all of it but a direction. I just feel that something that's burning within my heart is your pastor, where we are as a church and what we need to understand as we go forward is something very, very important we see in this scripture right here that I think is important for us to grab hold of. Amen. Uh, so I hope that Lord help us tonight uh, that we can get what God wants us from this and not just from this very uh, maybe hour that we're in, but that we can take it and go with it and grow with it. Amen. So I want you to pay attention. I know you always do. If you want to take notes, it's fine as well. I've got it recorded because I think it's important. I'm going to put it on the web. I think we need to listen to it, maybe listen to it again. And I think it's an important message for everybody. Amen. Here's what it says. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 4. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. 
I'm going to read it one more time. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Father God, Lord, I want to thank you for tonight, God. Lord, I want to thank you that we have your word, God. Lord, as we open it, Father, the great responsibility, God, that we have before us that I do, God, I need you, Father. Would you help me? God, would you speak to hearts the only way that you can, Father? Would you empower the message? Lord, help us to have ears to hear and hearts to receive and an attitude and desire to accomplish what it is you've shown us today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. You can be seated. I've been meditating on something for quite some time now. We've started this building process and something I've been chewing on, something God's through the process convicted me on and uh, I guess maybe wanting to, as your pastor, try to be better at helping all of us. I've uh, been studying some things lately along the line and one of the things within this, uh, this verse expresses it expresses some of the thoughts and some of the things that God's put upon my heart. And so I want to just cover some things. I'm going to take some time tonight. Uh, I maybe will do a little bit maybe more teaching in the beginning of this. Uh, uh, maybe it'll be all the way through. I'm not sure. I want to take my time on it. Uh, often maybe, I don't know, and I was telling Chrissy this evening sometimes, and I think maybe I don't know if it's this way with everybody, but, you know, uh, as I was coming and growing in my Christian walk, as God had called me to preach, Brother John, I really didn't have really too much help other than the fact just the Holy Spirit of God and God showing me things and maybe some things along the way that you grab hold of and there are things, of course, I've learned and people have been put in my path. Of course, I thank God for that, but sometimes I think maybe we just assume everybody understands certain things, but I'm thinking now maybe people don't. That doesn't say that you all don't. Hey, it could be a good thing. Everything we're going to cover tonight may just reiterate what it already is. God's spoken to your heart or taught you, but I want to don't ever want to take for granted, I think, in just simple things of, of the importance of how we meditate upon Scripture and what it means to do that and the importance of that and, and just the way that God's given us His Word and the importance of it. Uh, typology, in, in, you see it in the Bible. If you understand what that word is, that's types. God will use types in His Word to bring across a message to us. He'll use symbols and types, and we see this throughout the Bible. He can use it with things or with people to bring forth, it's called typology, to bring forth a point that we might then understand and gain an understanding of. And, and types in the Bible are, are a good way that God does. Uh, he uses that to express His truth, maybe to bring it home to us in a more profound way or help us to understand it in a better way. Now, I don't know if you knew that, but hopefully now, if you didn't, you do, amen. And maybe you'll have to repeat it again, that's fine. But I think you ought to understand that as you read your Bible and realize that as well. Uh, uh, but listen, understand, whenever you come across a type or some type that is being illustrated, it's just a shadow, Brother Jason. What I mean by that is when uh, something is real, the sun can shine, and you may see the shadow of that, and it may even be bigger than the actual, maybe a tree, but it's just a shadow. It's just if, uh, exemplifying that tree, and the purpose of that tree is God gives us types through the Word of God. He'll use it to maybe magnify something He wants us to see, but you can't get away from the fact of the truth that he's wanting us to grab hold of. 
And so I think it's important for us to understand it as well too, amen? I'll give you an example, just a few, because I think I like examples, so maybe to help you. And I'm trying to lay some groundwork because my thought here, uh, if I just go direct into my thought, I think we may miss some things. And I want to give you from my heart the thought and what God's laid upon my heart, but I want to, this is needed, I feel. The Lord Jesus Christ in the Word of God is referred to as a hen gathering her chickens under her wings. We see that in the Word of God. Now we know that He's not a hen and we know that we're not chickens but that is a type of protection that is a type and what he's wanting us to see that as baby chicks can run under the wings of a mama hen there's protection there there's cover there there's some courage there hey there's going to be some defending there and he gives us that type to understand thank God we can run to him amen thank God we have a savior we can go to as a little chick would run to its mama's wing that we can run to our Savior at any time and He's our refuge. Amen. The Bible also says the devil, He's as a roaring lion. Right? Now look, we know He's not a lion. Now He can come in the form of anything He desires. But it gives us a type to understand how dangerous he can be. You could study out lions and their habits, the way that they hunt, and you'll learn a whole lot about the devil. See what I'm saying? The type that's there and understanding that he's showing that, listen, he's giving an illustration and a type of that. So that's what I'm talking about. Now we see in verse 4, God's going to do something. He's going to give some typology. He uses sources of water to express and to explain the importance of our words. And not just the importance of our words, but the importance of godly wisdom. That's what I want us to kind of grab hold of in the the principle of what I'm trying to get across this evening. Amen? Now look, in verse 4, look what it says. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters. Now, here's something else you need to understand. When you see as or so, as is historic, as is, it's telling you what it is. So means it's in the future. If you see something so, and then it says something, that's coming. As by one man sent into the world. That's true, Adam. We know that that took place. And we, we see that in saying here that, listen, the waters of a man's mouth are as. So we're giving a, a typology. We're thinking, now we're comparing. He's saying, think upon deep water. The, the words of you, your words are as deep waters. He's wanting us to think about uh, how, how that, uh, when I think of deep water, I think of how powerful deep water is. Think about that. Now let me give you some type. Let me give you some types. Some things just in thinking about that deep water. When you think about that, because what he's saying here is our words of a man's mouth are as deep waters. That hey, listen, that is to me that right there we need to grab hold of because that to me is is important. There's power in in deep water. But listen, not only in that, but the psychology. There's a there's a psychological effect. When you, you know, there are some people, they're scared to death of deep water. They'll never go on a cruise because they're scared to death of water. 
or there are people that can't swim and hey listen they would never go anywhere where there's deep water psychologically it hey it, it will it affects them they get I'm telling you there are people they get scared to plumb to death if they can't swim because listen they can't swim and to be out there it bothers them guess what here's what it is now compare that to your words listen there's been a lot of people they've get been their lives are messed up because someone has spoken harsh to them over and over again. They are messed up psychologically today because the way they was talked to as a child. That can happen. Amen? Not only does it have a psychological effect, I think, about deep waters, but also has a permanent effect. If a person don't know how to swim and they fall in deep waters, and I'm talking deep waters. We ain't talking about 10 feet deep, somewhere you can hit the bottom and push up. I'm talking you fall into 30 foot deep, you fall into a quarry 50 foot, 100 foot deep, they can't swim, they're going to drown. That's permanent effect. Right? Hey, you take a tidal wave, comes from the ocean, from them deep waters, a tsunami, a what is it? A tsunami. Hey, you take that thing, listen. Hey, it comes from the deep waters of the ocean. Listen, it'll destroy homes permanently. Our work, there's been many homes destroyed because of words. The power of words. Many of marriages. Listen, and, and, and understand, and listen, stay with me. Because I'm, I'm trying to give you, the, here, and I believe this, and, and, and this just, it come from studying this thing out, and I think that the, the, the importance of it, we're going to get to something too, is this. Understand the power of our words. And I believe he wants us to see that there. But Brother Jason, I believe in our text, it's meant here in a good sense. It's meant in a good sense. And I'm going to explain to you why. Because I want, I want, he gives us the fact that we need to understand how powerful our words are. And they can be, listen, they can be destructive in a bad way, but also, listen, uh, they can be used in a good way. And I think here it's meant in a good way. Not everything uh, deep is not always bad, right? It can be very good. I preached a message one time about what sets your sail to the deep waters. Because the risk of, and, and Brother Barry Rackerman preached one time about running aground in a boat. You get in the shallow waters and, hey, you're go, you're go, you got all kinds of dangers. You get in the deep waters, you can set sail, amen. Hey, that's where the fish are caught. Listen, hey, there's nothing wrong. Hey, the, it not, not, the deep waters aren't always bad. See, we're, you, this is typology now, understand? We're getting a type here, so we need to understand the power of it. But then when we look at the context of the verse, this is going to tie into something else we're going to see in the end of it, I think, is so much broader that we need to understand. Listen, not, not deep is not always bad. What did Jesus say? He said, cast your nets out go to the deep. He said, go out to the deep. That's what he said. And listen, hey, it's not always bad. Uh, I'm sure some, some of you ladies understand that sleep is good, but deep sleep is better. Deep is not always bad. And I understand this. In 1 Corinthians, let me, give you, let me give you a verse here to just tie into this. In 1 Corinthians, I want you to see it because we're going to turn, turn to it. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, look what it says. In verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of a man of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But look at this. But God, look at this now, hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, look here, the what? Deep things of God. 
See, Paul says here, listen, he's speaking of the, the deep things of God. So it's not always we, we see that deep waters. We have to understand, Ben, the importance. Uh, I believe he's wanting us to see our words are powerful. Deep waters powerful. But Brother Jason, he goes on as he takes that verse around. We're going to see some things in that. Understand deep is not always bad. And they're the deep things of God. Listen, can only be understood by the Holy Spirit of God. And the deep things of God will only be understood by the spiritual person. By the spiritual person. See, how spiritual are we tonight? I'm afraid sometimes we think we're much more spiritual than we, we behave. And the danger of that is this. If we do not grow, I'm saying spiritually as a church, if we're not growing, listen, this Bible is progressive. This Bible means there's a process. There's a moving forward, a growing. Our life ought to be, well, I'm spiritual to an extent, but have you been that way for the last 10 years? You could teach a Sunday school class, but could you get into an in-depth conversation with someone struggling about their eternal security? And their eternal life in Christ. See, the more spiritual we'll become, the better off we're going to be. If all we think we've got to do is put up a building and put a sign on it and just get there and bring people in and hey, the, we'll, we're in a better place and the Lord's going to grow that. We're not going to be any better off. We'd be right here. We need to be spiritual. Many, many, many things come through my mind about that. And I say often, often we, we talk about spiritual. Listen, here, let me give you a simple one. The Bible says this. If a brother have offended you, go to them. Don't go talk to, about them to the preacher. Don't go talk to them to your friends. Go, if a brother hath offended thee, go to him, it says. And you in private need to go to... See, that's the spiritual way to handle it. The carnal way is you can complain and get mad and there are people that will have something, a burden in their saddle for months over a brother or sister in Christ and they've never went to them and they've never just got it out and they have this struggle. It's affected their worship. It's affecting others. It's affecting the church. All because they, they think they're more spiritual than what they are. If you want to be spiritual, put on your men, put on your man britches. Amen? And go to them. That's what the Bible says. But how often does that happen? Neil, very, very few. See, we, we pretend to be more spiritual than what we are. Amen? See, there are truths. Here, here's where we are today. I think, I think we, we have a saying in my work about the, you know, the low-hanging fruit in sales. Go get the low-hanging fruit and then go on into the bushes and get, get, get into the good stuff. See, there's low, there are truths that are easy to grasp out of the Word of God. They're right here before. And, and, and that's great. We need that. There are truths that lie on the surface. They're, they're easy to grasp. But a lot of the truths of this Bible, Ben, take digging. It takes study. It takes commitment. It, it, it takes digging beneath the surface. It takes sacrifice. Listen, studying is a weariness to the flesh. You're going to have to make a, make a point of that to study your Bible. And they're deep. 
Can I tell you this, though? Every time you'll set your nose to the plow and you'll set time aside and the Lord's put something on your heart and you'll study it out, it'll be worth every minute of the time you spend and whatever you've sacrificed to find out what it is God has for you. Amen? The deep things of God, the wisdom of God, listen, listen, they require study and thought. Now I'm going somewhere. Don't, don't, please don't jump out the boat on me because listen, this is the, the ending of this verse here. We're going to see where it ties together. Because I think sometimes why do people struggle so much and we're all affected by this? Listen, with, with words, with words, the more spiritual, the more control your tongue will have. Why? Because you're not in control. Amen. But it goes back, it goes back to being spiritual, it goes back to wisdom. But listen, the deep, I'm talking about the deep things. I'm talking about the important things. I'm talking about the things that will grow you, grow your family, grow your walk. Hey, help us in 2017. We're going to have to dig deep and be willing to do so to grab hold of the wisdom of God, which we need to live under the wisdom of God, even as something as small as it comes to the words we use on a daily basis. We'll see that here. Listen to me. We've always said reading your Bible and, and praying, and I'll stick to that, but listen, I'm going to change it. It needs to go further than you reading your Bible. You need to start studying your Bible. Amen. Look, I'm all about you. If you can read your Bible through in a year, that's fine. But listen, I'd rather you, hey, if, if you didn't, Brother John, if somebody would sit down on, on a morning and say, God, speak to my heart and get a tablet, and in their Bible time, he gives them something, whether it be one word or whether it be something he taps their heart, something he pricks their heart, and they begin to study that phrase, they begin to study that out, study that typology, and listen, it may take them months, and they, they, they are, they're digging in over all places that Bible. They, hey, they may not get to Revelation in a year, but they may be all over Revelation and then studying that thing out. Understand that? The deep things of God, it's going to take more than you just, just reading, saying, oh, I've I got to get it in. And listen, it's important for us to read. Don't get me wrong. There's a part of that we need to simply read the Bible. But it doesn't, I'm afraid that's where Christians just stop today. It's just read it, get it over it, that's it, because we're supposed to. Okay, good, but that's it. But listen, you've got to study to grab hold of the deep things. No one's going to be spiritual if you're not studying. Do you study? How much have you studied this week? I'm not saying what you read. I'm saying studied. What did you have you studied anything and studied it? Now we're going to see the effect of it here in just a little bit because we're going to go down through the verse. But. If we're going to gain an understanding of this Bible, you're going to have to study it. it and, and it goes back to my heart as birth. And, and, and not, not just Old Pastor Baptist Church, but I, I, I'm confronted all of the time by people that are so confused. And people that, that are hurting the name of Christ. And Brother John, it, 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 it still does anger me, but then I also had to say God convicted me. But why? What is it? We're not teaching people to study. Search the Scriptures. 
for your sake and for your families and, 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 and for those that are involved. Listen, if you want to speak words of wisdom, you're going to have to study. If you want a spiritual life, you're going to have to study the Word of God. It's not going to happen just 10 minutes every day. And God, listen, I'm telling you, God's convicted me on this too because I have my Bible time, but then, of course, I'm studying for, for sermons. That's a little bit different. So I'm having to dig, but I think that's some part of the pastor I had to go back and say, but look, I'm having to do that, but how much are they doing? It's got to be more than just me digging and feeding you, and then you just read a little bit. There's got to be some of you studying some things out too. Amen? <coughs> if we're going to do, listen... And I'm going to give you an example here a little bit. But if we're going to do anything spiritual, if we're going to have a spiritual impact, we're going to have to be students and studiers of the Word of God. Amen? Let me give you an example. It would take no, it would take no knowledge of a Bible to build that church. I could have crews come in that, that not one man that would drive a nail or lay anything would even know God or have read a Bible and he could build that building to spec and to design as pretty as it's, 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 it's drawn up to be with no knowledge whatsoever. But if we're going to reach souls for Christ out of that building, we better have a knowledge of this Bible. Brother John... Brother Jason, it takes no knowledge of God for you to drive a nail and do what you're doing for a living. It takes no knowledge of the Bible for you to give quotes on roofs. But if you're going to teach our Sunday school classes, if you're going to really feed our souls and not just get up here and ramble and, and just give us something that you've spent uh, just a few minutes on, then listen, hey, we're going to suffer. It's going to take studying. It's going to take studying. Does that make sense? It's going to take digging. It's going to take praying. It's not just going to happen on Saturday night. And hopefully God's going to bring something down. Listen, it's going to take something you've, you've prayed through your Bible read maybe months back. You've written down that you're studying out. You're studying that one word. You're looking at the typologies. You're going back and seeing where is it was the first time it mentioned. It's the, that's where the soul's going to be fed. That's where we're going to get what we need. That makes sense. Same thing for me. You young people, you better understand something. It takes no knowledge of the Bible for you to understand all the gadgets and whatever reason, young people, when it comes to phones and computers and all that, they're like, I mean, you can just, I, I have tracking for something out here. Figure that thing out. It takes no biblical knowledge to, to gadgets and games and all of that stuff. There's, there, there, it requires no biblical knowledge whatsoever. Do you want to marry the right spouse, Morgan? You want to make the right choices for your life and those that are affected by it being? It's going to take some Bible knowledge. Amen? Hey, it's, it's, it's important. Listen, it's important. To, you want to have a life of no regrets, Mitchell? It's going to take more than just animals. I know you love them. I love them too. 
But if you're going to understand that you, you're going to have a life to glorify God and, 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 and bring glory and honor to God and have a life of, of no regrets, it's going to take more than just a garden and animals. Amen, preacher. Listen, their regrets I live with every day. Every day that I hope and I pray these young people, Brother Jason, don't even have to deal with. Go back to our text. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters. Now look, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. Now this is why I say this isn't, this isn't in the negative sense here he's talking about. This, that, listen, that word, we get, let's do a little English. All right, students, we're not out of school yet. What is that? I, I, be quiet, adults. I want some of my young people. What is, what is that? What is and? Huh? A conjunction. A conjunction. Now listen, and see, that's why y'all think, well, I need no school, well, I need no school. You need no, you need no stuff like that to study your Bible. Amen. Listen, he, it's important. He didn't say, it's not a contrast being but. He said and. A conjunction connects a phrase. It connects a sentence. It connects a meaning. Look, here's what it says. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It's in connection. Listen, this is building, Brother Jason. The end of the verse is building off of the beginning of it. Listen, it's okay to be deep. You ever heard the old saying, hey, they're just a deep thinker. They're a deep person. They're, they're, they're deep in their work. Nothing wrong with that, amen. As a matter of fact, hey, that's a sign of spirituality. And we see that here, that listen, it's building. Listen, a wise man... Understand this, and here's what I want you to see. A wise, a spiritual person. This is man. We know it can reference hey, a, a person. But listen, they're not only speaking deep words, Brother Jason. But listen, they're living. Hey, they're living that life. They're living that life uh, from the deep waters that come from the Lord. We're going to look at it in just a moment. They're living in wisdom every day, Brother Jason. You see that? They're not just speaking words, but listen, it's just a flowing brook. It's a flowing brook, a wellspring. Listen, that's a continual source. See that? And that's what I'm talking about, the, 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 the thing of studying that. And listen, this takes time. Listen, I'm telling you, I went over and chewed on it, chewed on it, looked at it. Because when I first came across it, I'll be honest with you, I'm thinking, well, at first, I mean, the words of a man in his mouth, the deepest waters, you think big things, you, well, that's dangerous and all that. But then you begin to study and look, Brother John, and realize, no, God's got something deeper here. A wellspring, something continual, something flowing. This man's words, there is deep waters, Brother Jason. But listen, his wisdom is a flowing brook. Listen, it just keeps on flowing, amen. He, listen, it's praise God, amen, through what we have in the Holy Spirit of God. We don't have to say, well, boy, I hope Sunday's good because the rest of the week's going to be bad. Praise God, I can go in the world tomorrow on Thursday and still have the, the, the living waters flowing through me, amen. In the midst of who knows what? If I stay spiritual and in tune with God. Amen. Is that making, am I connecting? I'm burning up. Whew, did, is that somebody turn that heat off from Sunday? Ethan, go turn that heat off. I'm going to pass out. I ain't got no water to drink. Now look, 
Even a fool can say something wise every now and then. You hear what I say? See, this, this is why I'm saying this is important, and it's just... We're, we're, in such a, we're in such a world and a time of it's got to be now, and if it's not now, then oh well. But no, listen, when it comes to the wisdom of God and the things of God, it takes time. It takes that. It takes that. Because a fool can say something wise every now and then. But listen, this man is no fool. He's not just every now and then coming across. He may say something, oh boy, that's right. And then he goes on to speak and to say foolish things throughout the week. Praise God. He ain't just saying something good on Sunday. But praise God, he's saying something good on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. He's continual here. Listen, he's consistent in his wisdom, amen. You know what that is? That's refreshing, amen. It's continual. It's a source of wisdom. And it's needed today. For us as believers. I'm telling you, this thing about walking with God and in the Spirit of God, it, listen, it's not just some, some point we can preach out of the Word of God. It is a necessity. Amen. I've always said, hey, it's good, it's better to be prayed up and studied up than, than to all of a sudden something come in your in your life that week and I mean you're gonna have to hit your knees and pray to God and say, Oh, I will hey, it's a whole lot better, amen, that you're walking with God, amen. And hey, you 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 you've read I can't tell you how many times there are things I'm studying, I'm doing, and hey, sure enough, that very conversation comes up that week with somebody. Thank God I'm glad I studied it, Brother John. Amen. Let me give you a contrast real quick. Jeremiah chapter two. Jeremiah chapter two. Listen, I'm wanting to challenge you. I've been challenged by God. And you, and you know, here's the weighty thing of it. If we're going to grow spiritually, we're going to be more spiritual, you know, let's lead the way. I do. God's convicted me of this. But I can promise you this, hey, I don't want to take off and leave any behind, Amen. I want us to grab hold of this thing. Listen, we're going to have to be more spiritual than we've ever been. I've said that. I'm going to tell you. We're in a building project. The devil's going to fight. I've been trying to preach timely messages to help us. I hope people are heeding. You better be ready. Understand this. The devil's going to come. He's going to fight. He's going to try without. He's going to try it within. We need to be some spiritual people. We're going to see God fulfill what God desires to fulfill. Amen? We can't just talk about it. We've got to live it. Jeremiah chapter 2, look in verse 13. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. Now this is a contrast here. This is a contrast to, to, to verse 4. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hoed them out cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. But a man's words are as deep waters. As a flowing brook, that doesn't stop and dry up, man. But here we see some people, listen, God, some, some, some of God's people here. Here's the contrast. It's not flowing. And, and, and listen, and it's not that flowing, flowing spring. 
These false teachers, they were like cisterns. And listen, uh, they were stagnant. They were limited in their supply. And it says, even to make the matters worse, they were as broken cisterns. Even, Brother John, if the water did get in, they were so broken, it couldn't even hold it. It couldn't even hold it. Even if you poured good water in, it'd leak out. I'm afraid sometimes that's the way Christians are when they come to church and the man of God, God gives him something, he's trying to pour it into them and they're so, they've allowed so many things in their life, they're just like a broken sister. Hey, it's going in, but as quick as it's going in, it's going out. Lord, help us to be spiritual enough to hold it. Amen. Amen. But God himself, he's the wellspring, praise God. We've got a wellspring within us. Amen. He's the wellspring of life to a godly believer. Now understand, we don't have to live in the foolishness. We don't have to live. We don't have to have to have the regret. That's why you young people understand. You don't have to have some dear John story testimony. Praise God, you can stand up. Hey, you can worship Him tonight and worship Him in the days to come and find a spouse that loves Him and serve God all the days of your life and have your family around you one day and stand and say, I thank God what He saved me from. I thank God I never went down that road. Amen. I thank God my soul was overflowing. Amen. And God has blessed me. Thank God I'm in this church and part of this. Amen. Thank God my family's serving God. Amen. Amen. That doesn't come from broken cisterns. Listen, a wise man's going to have a heart after God. I believe that. I'll believe I'll, I'll go a step further and tell you this. A saved person is going to have a heart for God. That's going to determine a whole lot of these people out here today that make these false professions and they'll just say some prayer and go and live like the devil. Listen, hey, you get saved, therefore if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, old things are passed away, behold, all things become new. Why? Because, hey, I've got one that lives in me that's greater than me, praise God, Ben, and he'll change you just like he changed me. He'll change anybody, amen, and you're going to have a heart for God and things of God. Amen? A wise man, he thirsts after wisdom. He'll find it in the Lord. He'll find it in the Lord's Word. And he's continually drinking. He's continually drinking. The Bible is referred to as waters. Let's go back to our text. I need to move on. I need to move on. Look what it says. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters in the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. A wise man, listen, is going to be a source of wisdom to everybody around him. A brook that flows. See, it ain't just like a pond, Brother Jason, but it go. hey, it can cross different lands and, hey, it can affect different farms. People can, can be affected by that way down the stream. Amen? That's the life of a wise man. Amen? That's the life of a, of, of, of a wife. He's found this endless supply of living water in the Lord Jesus Christ. And now, Brother Jason, because he has that within him and he studies and he desires to walk with God on a daily basis, he'll have the wisdom God will reveal to him. And as God reveals, he accepts it. He applies it to his life and then he shares it. And listen, he's not only sharing it, but it's overflowing, amen. Listen, hey, it, it, it's flowing out. Why? Because listen, the, the spring of living waters lives within us, amen. And the spring, listen, it ain't going to get stopped. Praise God, it's going to flow. It's made to flow, Amen. As the endless source of wisdom. 
Look, the words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom, the well, that wisdom that comes from God, listen, as a flowing brook. Go back to apology. Flowing brook. It's going to reach many. It's never going to stop. It's going to be continual. It'll flow. Listen, it'll flow tonight and it'll flow in the morning, praise God. It'll flow in the weekend. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, the wise person, the spiritual person, they're going to live for God. Hey, no matter how wicked it gets, they're still going to live for God. Amen. Amen. Go to Proverbs chapter 16. Proverbs chapter 16. Proverbs 16. Verse 22. Brother Jason, read it. Read it one more time. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. Beginning of it one more time. Listen. Understanding Freeze. Understanding this Bible. Not just reading it. But understanding it. It's a wellspring. To him that hath it. Understanding the deep things of God. Understanding the... The, the deep things and the, the wisdom of God, it's an endless source of life for you. It affects your words, it affects your ways, it affects your walk. Amen? That makes sense? And listen, here's the, here's the best part, Ben. It's going to flow to others. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what. The Holy Spirit of God's contagious. Amen? I'm going to tell you what. Thank God I've been in services and the Holy Spirit of God's moved in ways. Hey, we've seen it here at this church. Listen. Hey, it'll get on you if you let it. Right. <laughs> if there's anything I won't get on me, hey, I take all, hey, all of the understanding and the wisdom of God and the touch of God, God will, God will bestow. Amen? Now look, John chapter 7. Let's turn here. We'll be done. John chapter 7. Turn John chapter 7. John chapter 7. Look at verse 38. It says, He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now I've preached a message on the, the living waters. And this is almost, you can add it to it now in chapter 8 verse 4. But he says this, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Listen, he was speaking to the disciples, but praise God, we as the New Testament church, listen, when you get saved, hey, guess who comes to dwell within you? The Holy Spirit of God, the springs of living water. Right. Amen? 
a truly wise spiritual person will be a Holy Spirit-filled individual. They'll be Holy Spirit-led. Amen? It goes more than just words, but it's life. It's a flowing brook. It's continual. It's not just on Sunday. It's not just on a particular day or time, but it's a lifestyle. And in him, listen, there will be an endless flow of wisdom. There will be the wisdom of God within. And I'm not saying that tonight that all of a sudden, listen, there are those walking in more light than others. Uh, sure, spiritual down the road, that's fine, but you need to be walking in the light that God has given you. And in the least amount, for a, for a, for a, a babe in Christ that's still, still uh, on the milk of the, of, of the things of God, on the milk of the Word of God, listen, they can be as wise, they'll be wiser than people who have not got it all. They'll still can be considered wise in, in their life, in their living. And as you grow, as you progress, guess what? That endless flow of wisdom will continue to, to feed your soul and be in your life and you'll become more wise in the things of God and listen, the blessings that come with that, listen, all a source of God from God by God where our words will be controlled by Him, our actions, our lifestyle, hey, how we, how we do this and how we do that, hey, it's all of God. Amen? Let me give us our, our text and we'll be done. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters. Our words matter, folks. They're powerful either in a good way or a bad way. But this is a spiritual man. Deep things, it's the understandings of God that's been gained and the wellspring of wisdom. There's that wisdom. On, we know where, where does wisdom come from? God. Wisdom as a flowing brook. It's continual, Brother Jason. It's a walk with God. It's what we preach and what we talk about, but it's, it's laid out here in, in a typology of the, he uses, he's using water, the importance of that. Listen to me. You make friends with, with a wise man or you make friends with wise people and they'll be, they'll be a great source to you. That they'll be a great spiritual source of spiritual understanding for you. And I encourage that, hey, he, uh, that one verse that he that walketh with the wise, I know I'm butchering it's not right, but hey, he's with wise. He'll be wise, but a companion of fools is folly. Hey, listen, but hey, praise God, you make friends with, with those wise and you should. Hey, listen, they'll be a great source of, of spiritual understanding for you. They'll help you out. You make friends with men who have a deep relationship with God and they're deep in the things of God. They have a deep understanding of the Word of God. Praise God. Listen, that wellspring of living waters, hey, that'll overflow from them onto you and they're going to teach you some things and praise God for that. But you know what? Better yet, you need to be that person. That's right. See what I'm saying? I just well, I need to be around. I want to be around them. I want to be around them. But how about, hey, God help me to be that spring of living water. Help me to be that one, Brother Jason, that flows out on others, that it's continual. Amen. So yes, hey, thank God for the good company we can keep and those that help us make better, and I've always said that, but I'm telling you, better yet, listen, be that person. Seek the deep things of God. Desire to grow, to walk closer to Him, to speak and live the wisdom of God. We need to be careful what we say and what we don't say. That's a hard thing. 
listen, if we're not careful, and I, I mean, I've seen this, and if you probably maybe have too, and I don't think it's happened here. I'd hope not. If I see it, man, I'm going to, as some others have said, I'll be like on a, a duck on a June bug, man, if I see it taking place. But you, you get new Christians come in or people that are, that are new in things, and, and you take old ones, and, and they, all they want to talk about is, is how that preacher went wrong or uh, uh, how, how so-and-so is now in adultery or talk about some church problem in front of that new believer. It'll ruin them. We, we got people. We got people supposed to be spiritual in churches today, and you get people that are just brand new and they're trying to grow, or maybe they're trying to get started on the right foot, and they get around the ones that are supposed to be seasoned saints in the church, and all they're doing is gossiping or talking about everybody that's, that's went wicked and wrong about them all the time. You hear so and so? Well, now that preacher he done left with a piano player, and so and so did this, and they're down ahead. Listen, hey, stop that garbage, Amen. It's not why I speak it. Listen, we're always going to have problems. We're always going to have to deal with stuff. And there's going to be just pulling like that because you're dealing with people. But listen, be careful. Your words, hey, your words impact others. Amen? Let's be wise. We'll strive. God, help me. Be wise with my words. You'll be wise in your actions. But it's going to take studying. It's going to take something greater than just coming through the doors of this church hearing the preaching, going to the meetings, getting those things and taking the notes, all that's important and good. I'm talking about apply. I'm talking about you yourself getting hungry enough to say I'm digging in God's word because I want God to speak to me. When's the last time you took the Bible and God smote your heart on something and you said I'm going to study, whether it's a word or whether it's, it, 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 was, it was an account in the word of God, I'm going to study that. There's something there God's got for me and I'm going to study that thing out and I want God to show me and hey, you've done it and God's... When's the last time that's happened? Has it ever? That's not some super duper Christian. That's just wise. We need to be wise. David behaved himself wisely, it says, as a young man. It's not just for the preacher, boys, and young ladies. It's for all of us. Amen. Let no man despise thy youth, the word of God said. Amen. You can be an example. You have the wisdom of God. Amen? Amen. All right, I'm done. Mitchell, you can cut me off.